Alright friends, welcome back to the creative team. We got part two of the big man bracket. Oh god. And I'm here with Cole. Stop. Cole. Don't do this. Who do you like in this bracket? Mabel. Well, Cole, I mean, you you got rid of him. Mabel! But you used your Darso last episode. Oh my god, Ronald. To get rid of Mabel. Oh. Oh. I know. I couldn't believe it myself. But if you can look yourself in the mirror today, what would you say? Oh, you're such an ass. Uh, you can't be that hard on yourself, buddy. Well, Cole, if you could have one decision back in this bracket, what would you do? Ass rape someone in a Royal Rumble. That's interesting. Mabel! Okay, God. Jeez. So when you put Bruiser Brody in this bracket, did you think he had a shot at winning? There's no shot in the world. Bruiser goddamn Brody is moving on. My God. But why Mabel all of a sudden? Uh, he deserves to be in the finals. He deserves to beat The Undertaker and take on Andre in the finals. You're all over the place this morning. God damn it, play the music, Ronald. This is Cole. And this is Ron. We are the creative team. Asking the tough questions like, Hey Cole. Yeah, Ron? What if Hulkamania never ran wild? Hey, Ron. Yes, Cole? What if Rick wasn't ravishing? That's rude. <laughs> Hey, Cole, I got an idea. I can see that. Hey, Ron, I got an idea. I love it. My sister, Candace Ray. Look, up in the sky, it's the creative team. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of... The Creative Team. I am your host, Cole Dawson, and with me as always... My hashtag team partner, Ron Kilborn. Ronald, how you doing today? I'm doing awesome. We're going to talk about big, meaty men all over again. Part two of the big band bracket. I'm excited to get into it. We got really heated last episode, earlier than I expected. And I'm excited for something that's no different today. Yeah, I had to use my Darso in the first round. And uh, that hurts a lot. Oh, the left side of this bracket is looking really, really tough. Really, really tough. I can't wait to get into it. And joining us again today, host of Kick Rocks, the hip-hop alternative on Dirty Radio FM, Jeremy James. How are you doing today, Jeremy? Doing good. Doing good. Looking forward to making some fat jokes today. And uh got to say, I absolutely love that you already had to use your Darso because Ron and I tried to push uh, Mabel through when you just weren't having it. All because of Mabel. King Mabel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, th I definitely think there's going to be some Darso usage today. Uh, well, let's just get right into it. The first match today, round two. We have Andre the Giant taking on the big boss man. Ronald, how you doing? <laughs> Man, I am doing great. It's funny because I'm replaying Big Boss Man's feud with Big Show, and I'm just picturing Andre on a casket being drugged by a cop car. <laughs> Your daddy's dead! Your daddy's dead! <laughs> Speed up! Um, I got You gotta go, Andre, here. As much as I love Boss Man, Andre is Andre, and there would be no spotlight on the big man's style if it weren't for Andre. It's it's a no-brainer, even for Boss Man, Andre moves on. Yeah, and I am in agreement here, so hope, at least we can start the episode off amicably. Uh, yeah, Andre the Giant or Boss Man, I do love Boss Man as well. He was the inventor of the Boss Man Slam, which got, you know, uh, repurposed later by Abyss 
and the black hole slam. And both you and I uh, had used that move on occasion here and there. Uh, so we, we owe a little bit of our career to the big boss man, but Andre the Giant is just the greatest of all time. So Andre, easy for me. Jeremy. Yeah, it's a clean sweep for Andre. I love the big boss, man. He definitely deserved to make it to this second bracket, but uh, going up against Andre, it's going to be hard for anyone to move on against Andre. Um, you know, the man's a legend, and he was hilarious in The Princess Bride, so he gets that bonus point, too. <laughs> All right, on to match number two of the second round. This one is tough. Oh, but I love it. Yokozuna taking on big, sexy Kevin Nash. I don't know what's more intriguing, the bell-to-bell -bell match or the politicking on the way. Because <laughs> you know Yoko's not going to politic, but Nash. Oh, oh no, no. He's got he's got Fuji and Cornette with him. There's politicking. <laughs> God damn it, you click fuckers with your, your stupid politics. Yokozuna's a world sumo champion. I know he's Samoan, but you know, God, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, this hurts because I got to go with the star power here. I think I think I'm gonna go big sexy here. I really feel like an Andre the Giant body slam on Yokozuna would be the biggest thing we could do in this big man tournament. So I wanna see that. I'm going Yokozuna. So the decider for this matchup, Yokozuna versus Kevin Nash, Jeremy. Oh man, honestly I thought this was a no brainer right up until you mentioned who he'd be facing. In the next bracket. Uh, honestly, I was going to go Kevin Nash, big daddy cool, big sexy all the way um, with uh, the things he did in both the WWE and uh, WCW. Uh, he had some great matches, a lot of great feuds, but, man, that match, him and uh, Yokozuna and Andre, that is intriguing, man. And if I was going to base it on what I want to see next round, which I'm going to do. I'm going to go with Yokozuna. I want to see, I want to see Andre and Yoko go one-on-one. -on -one. That's just that would be a an amazing big man match that it would be hard to pass up. All right. And it so it is settled. Andre the Giant versus Yokozuna in the third round of this match. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, but this okay, this is going to be tough. Oh man. Bam Bam Bigelow taking on Mark Henry. <laughs> Oh, okay. everyone's face just went, damn it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, damn it for sure, but it's Bam Bam. Bam Bam is like someone everyone goes back to study if you're a big man in this business to this day. You know, I'm sorry, but no one's watching Mark Henry tapes to study their craft. And that's that's that, that's harsh, but, you know, I, I, I haven't seen that, you know. But, hey, go watch this Mark Henry match. No, but people do drop Bam Bam matches as examples to get better as a big man. And Bam Bam's got to move on for me. Uh, I will I will give you one. Go watch Mark Henry, Rey Mysterio, ladies and gentlemen. That is some of the best work, if not the very best work of Mark Henry's career. But uh, I could just ECW Bam Bam Bigelow. I could give you Taz going through the ring. I can give you the, the him throwing... <laughs> Spike Dudley into the audience. I mean, just Bam Bam Bigelow is one of my all-time greats, favorites, anytime ever. And I love Bam Bam, and uh, he's going over on Mark Henry for me. So it's up to 
Jeremy now. And it's not really up to Jeremy because you voted Bam Bam, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, he could, you know, Darso Mark Henry threw over on Bam Bam. But I want to get his take on this anyway. <laughs> well, even though my opinion doesn't matter anymore on this one. Um, now, I, I, I'm, I'm all Bam Bam on this one, obviously. Uh, he's probably one of my top five big guys of all time. Um, yeah, I, I love what Mark has done, and I liked watching his career progress and watch him get better, but he, he never did anything in the ring or uh, spectacular like Bam Bam could. Bam Bam was just a different kind of athlete for a guy that size. So Bam Bam moves on. Love Mark, but I agree. <laughs> okay. The Big Show taking on Vader. This is a tough call. Like we said, Big Show has maybe for for the big man in this tournament, he's right up there on the the list of the best longevity, the longest run on top. But if I, I Vader versus Bam Bam is like just the stuff dreams are made of. So Vader over on Big Show, Ronald. Yeah, I mean, I will defend Big Show's place in history to the death because he doesn't get a lot of love, but I will always, you know, bullet point his accomplishments and what he can do in the ring. Unfortunately, he's on the other side of the ring from Vader. Like, if you want to watch big man wrestling, you want to watch a brawler, shit, on occasion you want to see some high flying, watch a Vader match. Yeah. Dude, watch a Vader match. Even watching him attempt a shooting star <laughs> is worth watching. Uh, Vader... Hands down. All right, Jeremy, who you got in this one? Uh, I, again, am going to agree with the team. Uh, love Big Show. Love what he's done. But Vader's just so fun to watch. He, he was such a great and athletic big guy. Um, again, back you know, all the way back to when you know he left Japan and debuted in WCW, came out with that giant elephant-like shoulder pad helmet thing he used to have that was just spectacular to look at when he walked into the ring and they took it off and he had the strappy face and he just was menacing and mean. And then he whooped ass, you know? So yeah, Vader was great. Um, I always loved watching him and he's going to move on uh, over the big show in this bracket. I agree. All right, here we go again. It's bruiser Brody time, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I don't feel good about it. Um, but he's taken on Psycho Sid, Sid Vicious, Sid Justice. I mean, I hope there will be justice in this, but there won't be. Uh, Bruiser Brody, what do you think, Rod? <laughs> it sucks because I know I know Brody's your guy. And I do like Brody. But Psycho Sid, like... His 90s run was freaking amazing. And he main evented with Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. He main evented with Undertaker. We don't talk about that one a lot. But I just for my fandom, it just goes to my fandom. I got to go with Sid here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not mad at it. And you're right. The, the two WrestleMania main events is a big deal. And it's something that Sid doesn't get enough credit for. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm less offended at the thought of Sid beating Brody in a tournament because, you know, at least Sid is, you know, a legitimate badass box office main eventer. He's not Mabel. 
All right, Jeremy, the deciding vote here, Psycho Sid taking on Bruiser Brody. Go ahead and break my heart. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's uh, going to be uh, Psycho Sid all the way for me. Uh, again, I, I don't want to knock anything Bruiser Brody did with his career. I just don't know enough about it. Uh, you know, So I'm not a Brody fan, but I am a Sid fan, and I always have been. So in this case, just by sheer fact that I know much more about Sid, and I enjoyed watching Sid growing up, that he's going to move on. And I'm sorry to break your heart and that you can't uh, darso him in because we already hit you with Mabel, but Sid's moving on in this one. Well, it sounds like there was justice today. No. Sid, no. justice. The best kind. Justice. <laughs> hey, uh, Jeremy, we're, we're, Jeremy, we're live, pal. <laughs> Real justice. Oh, oh, I love that Ron keeps keeps coming with these deep cuts here. <laughs> the jokes that we're laughing at that the fan, that people listening are gonna go, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> oh man, deep deep cuts with Psycho Sid. We better call Arn. Oh, coming over the top with another one. My goodness. All right, all right, all right. So, this one's fun um, because this is going to be who can hide their weapon the best, who can utilize their weapon they're hiding the best, and it's the big cat Ernie Lad taking on Abdullah the Butcher. Oh, who you got for this barn burner, Ron? I, I can see this match going about the same time as uh, Brock and Goldberg. <laughs> uh, and it would be amazing. Don't even lock up. Just pull out the weapons. Just start stabbing. <laughs> start stabbing um, each other. <laughs> yes. Just for the possibilities, I got to still go Abby on this one. Okay. Now, as intriguing as Abdullah the Butcher and Sid, uh, the total train wreck that that would be is for me. <laughs> I, I at least want a guy who can psychologically get something decent out of Sid. So I, I'm still going Big Cat Ernie Ladd for me here. God, I just want to hear him talk and cut a promo and be around a little bit longer. I think this match might be one of... This would be one of those freak show matches that the fans would be talking about after this tournament, I think, when it's all said and done. But uh, I got the Big Cat Ernie Ladd moving on, so it is all up to Jeremy. I, I, I moved Ernie uh, ahead in the first round, but... And this one, it's a little tougher for me. I, I think I'm going to have to go Abdullah. Uh, again, it's based on I know more of his career, and I, I want to see Sid get stabbed with something out of a kitchen. Um, not just in a, not just in a hotel room. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who's more psycho, Psycho Sid or the guy stabbing him with you know an egg beater. So I, I want to see how that match goes. Abdullah is just. Goofy and crazy and nuts, and it'll be a big sloppy, ugly match. But I gotta see it because someone's pulling out the spork. <laughs> I'm not mad at it because once you once you mentioned that they're both insane humans, I was like, you know what? At least that sells the match for me. I can get behind two crazy people going at it in the ring. All right, this one is fun. It's intriguing. Killer Kowalski taking on Kane. All right, who wants to start this one? I gotta think for a second. It's not gonna take much thinking. Uh, for me, I, I'm still I'm still going to go Kane here. I can see him just no selling the heart punch and just choke slamming him, getting it over <laughs> with, because he oh. doesn't have a heart. He's the big red monster, and he's moving on. 
That is true. There is that. But uh, this one's tough because I've watched enough Killer Kowalski to know how good this would be. Like this match in and of itself is one of those like low key kind of show stealers, especially with the psychological end of this. Oh, it pains me on this one because I still think I'm leaning towards Kane. But I the next match is either going to be Earthquake or Taker. And we've seen Kane and Taker a bajillion times. So I don't need to see it again in this tournament. So for that and that alone, I'm going Killer Kowalski and leaving it up to Jeremy. Yeah, well, we're going to see that match again, unfortunately, Cole, because... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Kane's, Kane's the vote here. Um, I'll be honest, when, it, when they brought Kane out originally as the Undertaker's brother and everything, I, I figured this was going to be six months to a year that Kane would be around, and then they'd put him in, you know, some other dentist costume or doctor costume or, you know, something like that. But, no, it worked. He stuck around, and he did his thing for almost two decades as Kane. Uh, multiple championships, some great feuds, memorable moments. Um, nothing against Killer Kowalski. I, I don't know a lot about the man and his career, but I know all there is to know about Kane. And the man's even a mayor now, so why not? Uh, I got to go with the big red machine moving on, even if he's got to face his brother, the Undertaker, once again. Um, yeah, I've seen the match, you know, two dozen times, but I'll watch it one more for a tournament bracket. Why not? Ooh, I'm loving the spoiler alert, Jeremy. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and look at that. Glenn racking up the votes just like he does in politics. <laughs> All right. So we've reached the end of the second round here, the final match. And we've got the Mighty Earthquake taking on The Undertaker. Um, and I, I know that if we were doing this as a shoot and uh, Vince McMahon was in charge, this is an easy win for The Undertaker. But for me, since I've already got Kane through... And uh, just because I want to see something new and exciting, I'm going with the upset here. I'm going to actually have Kane screw over the Undertaker in this match and send Earthquake through to the next round. I like it. I like it. It's it's definitely it's definitely not how I would book that. <laughs> well, you get to tell us right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, it's uh, it's going to be about a, like a, a one point two as far as the Richter scale goes in Undertaker's world. <laughs> Um, he's just going to kind of like look around and go, huh, my house shook. Oh, well. And then just bury this guy. Like a uh, California earthquake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just a little California earthquake. So I'm just going to bury this guy like how everyone else did. So, uh, uh, yeah. Easy vote. Taker moves on. All right, Jeremy. Everything in me right now says be a dick and put earthquake <laughs> through. It really does. I, I really want to put Earthquake through just to screw things up. But I can't imagine a big man bracket getting this deep and the Undertaker not being there. Um, it, it, it's just the way it should be. He he should move on at this point. Um, and, you know, while I was never the biggest fan of either, you know, nothing against uh, the Undertaker. He just didn't have the huge impact he did for a lot of people for me. He was He was cool to watch and, you know, but he's he's a legend. He's the Undertaker, and I don't see Earthquake getting past him, uh, no matter who's booking it at any point in time. It's always going to be the Undertaker, so he gets moved on. All right, all right, all right. I tried. I tried to get that Darso out of Ron, but uh, 
this side of the bracket is so tough. So tough. Because kicking off round number three, Andre the Giant is taking on Yokozuna. This is exciting. I'm ready for this match. Um, like I said, for me, I spoiled it a little bit last round when I politicked for this match. But Andre is slamming the big Yokozuna in this match and going home with the win and moving on. This is probably the thing I'm most excited for in this tournament now that it's become a reality. And I'm just picturing it in my head, and I love every bit of this. I love every bit of Jim Cornette and Bobby Heenan being in the ring for this as two great workers themselves. Like, every bit of this match I love. But, uh, yeah, I got Andre going on to the next round. Ronald. This match would just be insane. Like I can just watch these two just stare down each other for two minutes straight, and I would just be like, <laughs> uh, Andre is, without a doubt, the greatest big man of all time. And, you know, in, in a lot of people's eyes, you know, we're not going to say that yet because we're not at the end of this bracket yet. <laughs> but I love a good upset. Oh, God. Could you imagine if Andre goes to slam Yoko and they and they both collapse in a crossbody position, and then Yoko Bonsai drops Andre. I think for that visual, and I know I'm going to get outvoted because of who's on the other side of this, but just for the sake of content, I'm going to go Yokozuna. Ooh, oh, this is tough. I don't, I don't think, I don't feel as comfortable that this is a lock as you do. But Jeremy, who do you got? Andre the Giant versus Yokozuna. All right. I like the idea of the body slam. I want to see Andre slam Yokozuna, or at least pick him up. I also like the idea of, you know, the collapse. Yoko falls on him. My question is, do we have the seven minutes it's going to take for Yokozuna to drag Andre close enough to the corner to bonsai drop it? Because <laughs> Andre can't get up fast enough, and he's hard to drag. But I would love to see it. I'd love to see Yoko just pull him to that corner and get that bonsai drop and just silence the crowd but i don't know if that happens um i i, I just see andre going over in this one uh, i if i'm really thinking of the match and how it's gonna go yeah i i just don't see yoko being able to get andre in the position to finish him off uh so as much as I'm on the fence, and I think either one of these guys could go at this point, with this particular matchup, i got to go with Andre and uh, move him forward yeah, as much um, as I'd like to shake things up again here. Could you imagine if like there was no bonsai drop and there was just the collapse, but then Cornette just holds Andre's leg down? Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be heat, nuclear heat. <laughs> oh. oh, well, I'm definitely not mad at it. I, I would have been if he went Yoko there. And he made me a little nervous, not going to lie. But, uh, all right, Andre the Giant in the final four. But now, uh, I know I just said that I might be the most excited for Andre and Yoko, but, my God, this is my dream big man match of all time. Vader versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, they were a great tag team in Japan. They, oh, oh, I want to see this match. Like, I need to see this main event closing a show, 20 minutes, Oh, Ronald, Bam Bam Bigelow, or Big Van Vader? This is the worst. <laughs> it's because it's the best. <laughs> yes, this is the. For, 
I would accept any argument that these two should be in the finals. I'll accept it. They're both athletic big men. I'm gonna go. Yes. I'm gonna try to make this a Venn diagram. You know, the the middle ground. They're both athletic big men. They both can. They're both wrestling chameleons as far as big guys go. They can make any guy of any size look good. Vader Vader has done it <laughs> with a lot of people, and Bam Bam has done it with a lot of people. He even did it with a celebrity in the main event of a WrestleMania. Yes. This is so difficult. So I'm just gonna dwindle this down to personal taste, and that's Vader. Oh. I gotta go Vader here. Uh, just athletic big man aside, his other traits, the stiffness, the and and the mutual stiffness, like he wouldn't mind getting hit just as hard back. Um, not saying Bam Bam, you know, isn't that way, but there's just more evidence on, on Vader's <laughs> yes. side. Oh, and yeah, yeah, this is really hard. I'm I I'm destroyed inside by eliminating Bam Bam from any conversation. But I got to go Vader. Oh man! So I I will I will say this. Um, I you know this isn't fantasy booking isn't new to me. I've had wrestling figures my whole life and, and booked all my own little wrestling promotions. And I play the video games and every single time I always go to Bam Bam Bigelow is the world champion. And I just, I, I think the guy is so much better than he ever got credit for. And so he always early on is like starting out as my champion while I'm building up someone else. Um, and I love Vader. I absolutely love Vader. Uh, I love his tag team with two cold Scorpio. One of my favorite five wrestlers of all time. I just, uh, both of these guys, I can't say enough good things about him, but for me, slight edge goes to Bam Bam Bigelow. So Jeremy, who you got Bam Bam Bigelow and Vader. This is the toughest one for me personally. These are two of my favorite uh, big men, just two of my favorites of all time. I want them both to move on. Uh, I know they both can. So this is a this is really really tough. Um, and when I think about the bracket and who, because whoever wins this is facing Andre in yes. our bracket, yes. And I'm kind of taking that into consideration. I'm thinking about Andre versus Bam Bam, and I'm thinking about Andre versus Vader because it's so close. Um, I, I think I have to make that match my tipping point, which one I want to see most. Cause, uh, like I said, they both had great moments, you know, you know, Ron mentioned earlier the match he had with, uh, LT at WrestleMania, Bam Bam. It was one of my, one of my favorite matches only because it was one of my favorite wrestlers against my favorite linebacker of all time. I was mad that Bam Bam lost, but I was happy that LT won at the same. It was one of those weird things for me. It was just, <laughs> yes. it was, it was a great moment, but I was conflicted. Um, but, ah, oh, man, I love Vader matches. Love Vader matches. Love watching him as just a monster heel. And between the match of either Bam Bam or Vader against Andre, I want to see Andre versus Vader. So, yeah, it's a 1A, 1B in that match, and I'm going with the Vader versus Andre match, so Vader moves on. Even though my boy behind me was telling me Bam Bam should have been the choice, I got to go on my own. (laughs) 
well, you can't argue with good taste. So good, good man back there. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is one of those, even if I had my Darso still, I don't think I could, I could argue against either of these guys. I mean, the only, only counter argument to Jeremy's point is I think that Vader, we what we do know about Vader is that there were times where he went to the ring and was extra timid. And I don't think we'd be getting that same stiff, snug, excited Vader versus Andre. And I think Bam Bam just matchup styles wise would be able to get a better match out of Andre. But the idea of Vader versus Andre, I think is a bigger, uh, more interesting draw. So I'm not mad at it. And uh, now it's time to decide the other two members of our final four. This, I just, this match makes me giggle with excitement. This has a bit of that uh, train wreck, wreck feel to it. But Psycho Sid, who's somehow miraculously still in this bracket, and Abdullah the Butcher, who is also somehow miraculously still in this bracket. Meanwhile, Bam Bam and Yoko <laughs> just cut out. Oh, Psycho Sid versus Abdullah the Butcher. Ronald, uh, where are you going with this interesting matchup? <laughs> I think I'm going to kind of steer towards the controversial side because I am playing the matchups going forward in my head. And I think this is where Sid jumps off the train. I think I'm just going to rip it off like a Band-Aid. I'm going to go Abdullah the Butcher here. Uh, And I'm going to go and say I'm in total agreement with you because... um... I want to see Abdullah the Butcher and goddamn Undertaker in the semifinals here. So Abdullah the Butcher all the way. Jeremy. Uh, surprisingly, we're going three for three. Uh, as much as I enjoy Sid, I, I don't know if either one of these guys really belongs this far in the tournament at this point. It's just the way it <laughs> fell out, especially with the guys we're missing. But, yeah, if we got to base it on what I want to see next, I know it's going to be Undertaker. But whether it's Undertaker or Kane, I want to see one of those two guys against Abdullah the Butcher. I've never seen it. That's the match I want to see. So, just by that sheer nonsense and the spork, um, Abdullah moves forward. All right. So, on to The Undertaker versus Kane. So, I'm just going to go ahead and let our guest, Jeremy, start on this one. Go ahead and talk about the 17,000th Undertaker versus Kane match. Who's going over? Ah, at this point... I'm going to go with personal preference. We've seen this match many times, very equal. Uh, and I just happen to like the mayor a little bit better. Me personally, I know the undertaker is the more popular, the more legendary, had the bigger, better career, more famous and all. He had the best line in suburban commando. I know that, <laughs> but um, I just, yeah, when it comes to, the things they've done over the years, I've I've just kind of been more of a Kane fan. Uh, I liked corporate Kane. You know, Kane got silly sometimes. I didn't like the American badass era at all of The Undertaker. So I, I guess, you know, that, that kind of takes me out of him a little bit. So I'm going to go against the grain, and I know I'm going to lose, but I'm going to go ahead and give a vote to Kane and move him on. So, Jeremy, can you hold up your phone to show the text that Cole sent you to make that vote? My boy is wearing a cane shirt behind me, and I don't want to get baby tombstoned. <laughs> and your boy behind you, dressed as Kane for Halloween, 
and we all went trick-or-treating together, so. Uh, there you go. We're a Kane family. <laughs> so, Ronald, I'm going to go Kane. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to do right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so we're just letting Kane through to the Final Four, huh? Audience at home, if you could see these guys' faces, it, it looks it looks like total collusion. It's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, watching Cole look down the whole time, I can tell he's texting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was 100% positive Jeremy was going Taker here. And so I was just going to roll with Taker. But I got that Kane belt, so I'm going Kane, bro. It's up to you, Ronald. Well, hey, you know, everyone's got to use it sometime. And right now it's no different. Get the fuck out of here, Mayor, because I'm using my dark belt. The real big man is moving forward. Awesome. Shout out to Xander back there. Can I Darso a Darso? No, you cannot Darso a Darso, but you do have a Darso. You're the only one with one left, and we are in the final four here. Oh, this is insane. But I do agree. It's a little bit silly that Abdul the Butcher is in our final four, but it it I'm glad he is only because he's taken on the Undertaker. And so it's going to be something special and fun and a spectacle to behold. But the first of our final four, Andre the Giant taking on Big Van Vader. Oh, Ronald. Now, this one's even harder because do I go with facts and <laughs> like legitimacy or do I go with like legitimacy? And my fandom. Yeah. I'm a little peeved at the last round, so I'm going to go with my fandom. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to envision Vader just box punching Andre in the face in the corner. And just getting him down for that Vader bomb. Both of them ending the match bloody as fuck. But Vader somehow pulling out the win. Oh, well, this is an easy call for me. Um, because Andre is Andre, and uh, I, I can't think of very many opportunities in the entire world that I would put anybody over on Andre the Giant. So for me, getting to the finals is Andre the Giant. So we will go to the third man in the booth here to make his final decision, Andre or Vader. Uh, I ain't going to lie. This is a tough one for me. Everything says that in this kind of bracket, what we're doing, if Andre didn't end up in the finals of a top big man tournament, it would almost be ridiculous. Um, but that being said, everyone expects Andre versus Undertaker to be the finals. Everyone expects that. That's where this whole bracket was going to, number one and number two. I personally like an underdog once in a while. And you're talking about Andre, who's a legend, and you're talking about Vader, who's one of my favorite of all time. And personal preference is going to play a factor here. And even though it makes the bracket seem ridiculous and look crazy, I'm sorry, <laughs> Vader bomb over Andre. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm taking Andre out, and I'm putting Vader in there, and I want to screw up this bracket. Wow. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want Andre in the finals when it comes down to him and Vader. Andre probably would have gotten over everybody else except him or Bam Bam. Vader or Bam Bam over Andre for me, and I, I'm going Vader. Man, I am in utter shock right now because I, I, I thought for sure Andre was moving on, 
And I I would not even complain if you guys somehow moved Abdullah versus Bader as the finals of this bracket. <laughs> but oh my god, I did not expect you to go Vader there. When it came down to the finals, Andre versus Undertaker is just too obvious to me. It'd be cool and all, and it's probably where it should go, but you're talking about personal preference now, and Vader's my guy. Oh, that's going to make for an interesting final debate here. So here we go. This is the last opportunity for someone to screw up this this uh, bracket because there are no Darsos in the finals. So, Abdullah the Butcher taking on The Undertaker. And uh, this one for me is a super no-brainer. And since I've seen what The Undertaker and Vader can do already, uh, both of these guys in their prime, I am ready for that again. So give me Undertaker in the finals against Vader. Ronald? I I have seen Vader versus Undertaker, but I want to see Vader, like, I want to see Japan Vader versus 1998 Undertaker. Yep. I got to go Undertaker going to the finals against Vader. All right, Jeremy. This is your one opportunity, your last opportunity to completely blow up this bracket and give us a total freak show finals that nobody expected. Or you can go with Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not going to go that crazy. I already took Andre out. I'm not going to take out the Undertaker, not against Abdullah. Vader and Abdullah would be fun. But I uh, too, I have seen Vader and Undertaker, and I loved it, and I want to see it again. Uh, both those guys in their prime that that give give them an hour, let them kill each other. I'd love to watch it. So, absolutely, I'm going with the Undertaker. Uh, I can't put Abdul in the finals. Yeah, he shouldn't have been made it that far to begin with. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I'm happy with that finals match. If you give me Vader and Undertaker, I, I'm down. I'm 100 percent ready for it. Now, see, I'd be interested to see what would have happened um if the bracket were flipped the bam bam vader portion of that bracket were flipped with the sid and abby bracket i i feel like with this group that vader or bam bam was making it to the finals of this no matter what and i feel like andre or taker was going to be the other person I, I had it in my mind that those four guys were it. That when we went into this, it was either going to be Bam Bam, Vader, Taker, or Andre in the finals. Any combination of those four, and I would have been happy with it, and I'm okay. While if I was booking this tournament personally, it'd be Andre Brody in the finals. But I figured the group mentality, those four were the, the favorites going into this, and I knew... That you know, my personal preference, Bruiser Brody, was a long shot. So I'm not, I'm not surprised. Um, I think Abdullah the Butcher is go- is the biggest surprise of this tournament. You guys agree? <laughs> yes, he forked his way all the way to the finals. Almost, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I did not see uh, Abby going as far as he did. I, I'm in, I'm in shock. But man, that that every tournament needs a good story. And I feel like this tournament was the story of Abby. <laughs> Yeah, he had some intriguing matchups in this tournament as we went along, and I think that's what kind of got him through. Oh, okay, so now it is time. It is decision time. We are at the finals of this tournament. Um, I will leave it to Ron. Would you like to discuss Vader versus Taker first, or do you want me to take it? Vader is one of a kind. You know, I didn't just vote him over Andre just to get rid of Andre. I do have and loved Vader 
for such a long time, personally. And I'm shocked that he's in here. I, I, I'm already, it's already, it already feels like a victory that he's even here in this final. Uh, but, and the fact that he's with The Undertaker uh, is just icing on the cake. And this match would be insane, especially when they're both just at their peak level performance. Vader has one of the most brutal matches you'll ever see, ever. Uh, to this day, it even holds up to today's standards. But when you look at the character career of The Undertaker, start to finish, it's just, it, it's, it'll never be replicated. Just his streak alone was the last important thing in WWE wrestling. It was... Yeah, that was the last real-world heavyweight championship in my book, was beating the Undertaker streak at WrestleMania. It was the last thing anyone really cared about. With all that, 30-year career, making that gimmick work for so long, living that character and not breaking it for so long, for this, I gotta go Undertaker. Undertaker's the greatest big man of all time in my eyes. All right, so we got one vote for Undertaker, and for me, um, I when if I'm going to go into a little bit of storytelling and logical booking and this and that, it feels like such a waste to put Vader over on Andre the Giant to have him on, only to have him lose to the Undertaker in the finals. And I love Vader and always thought he should have been a the guy, not just a guy, not the a top guy, like the guy and should have been dominant and had a long, like two year title run, just spotless perfection. And uh, yeah, I, I love the undertaker, but I just have never been as big a fan of undertaker as I have of Vader or Bam Bam Bigelow or Andre the Giant, for that matter. So for me, personal taste, I'm going Big Van Vader with the win in the finals. And so it all comes down to this. Our guest, Jeremy James here, deciding the winner. Well, I I see both sides. When you look just at the bracket, at the tournament, how things should go, history, uh, their careers, you know, what they've meant, all that stuff. It looks like The Undertaker should be there. He definitely deserves to be the best big man in the business as far as what we've seen for the last, what, two, almost three decades out of this guy. But I'm also kind of on there with Cole that he was more of a favorite of mine, and I felt like he could have had and should have had a bigger career. I agree. The fact that he never was the guy for a while in either WCW or WWE is a shame. I, I, I think, you know, uh, the monster heel run as a champion he could have had could have been amazing. They just, you know, never gave him that shot. He could have had the Undertaker's career, I think, if uh, they would have given it to him. And, and that's what I would like to have seen. And I also agree with Cole that it's hard for Vader to go over Andre just to lose to The Undertaker. And this is a tough one. This is almost as tough as Vader and Bam Bam. (laughs) But I'm going to lean to my personal favorite and 
the guy I would like to see go over if this match were to happen again today. And sorry to all of his fans and everything he's done and his streak and everything, but Big Van Vader is my vote. Yes. He goes over The Undertaker. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The winner of the creative team, greatest big man of all time tournament bracket, Big Van Vader, the, uh, our official greatest big man of all time. I'm not mad at it at all. I thought I was going to be a lot more heartbroken than that if Taker ended up losing. But you know what? He got to the finals, and I will take it. Vader, as the greatest big man of all time, will never be argued if you're seriously considering being in this business or have any knowledge of it whatsoever. Yep. And I was glad that I got my favorite guy to the finals and a win without having to Darso him there. So, hey. <laughs> Correct. Oh. Yes. Oh, well, thank you, gentlemen. Thanks, Jeremy, for being here. Do you have anything you want to plug before we uh, end this thing and move on, talk about the radio show, anything you got coming up? Yeah, uh, sure. If, if uh, you got any fans out there of uh, rock and metal and rap crossover stuff, the whole genre, I do two hours of it every Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. on DirtyRadio.fm. show's called Kick Rocks, the hip-hop alternative. Uh, if you, you know, listen to stuff like Rage Against the Machine and Head P.E. and Prophets of Rage, you're going to love the show. So uh, check it out. Give it a listen. All right. Thanks again, Jeremy, for being here. Ronald, do you have any closing thoughts on the bracket today? The bracket was stupendous. I love doing these. This one was light years better than our tag team one. I can't wait to do the next one. <laughs> next week, in light of the mask mandate being lifted, we're going to be talking about the top 10 masked wrestlers of all time. I'm excited for this one. Lots of wrestlers to discuss. Uh, Cole, how are you feeling about next week's top 10? Uh, I love it. Now, I, I just want to, okay, are we going to include, like, Vader and Mankind as yes. masked men before we get in there? Fantastic. Yes. So yes. it's going to be a lot of luchadors, a lot of Japanese wrestlers, but we also get to have, you know, the masked cane. I love these top 10 lists. I'm looking forward to it. I'm ho uh, there as always. I can't wait to see the surprises we come up with. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So for Ronald and Jeremy here today, I am your host Cole Dawson saying thank you for listening and join us next week, every Wednesday uh, on the creative team on all your podcast platforms and uh, have a good weekend, ladies and gentlemen, and we love you. Thank you. And moi.